Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of Marin Dental Media for 2020. I'm Dr. Oscar Marin and this is the podcast about dental health and general well-being. So if you care about the health of your mouth and the impact it has on the rest of your body, you're in the right place. And talking about caring, today's podcast is about going from health indifferent to health conscious. How come there's people that care a lot about their health and others that are completely indifferent to whatever happens to it? Our mission with this episode is to start a conversation about changing the perspective people have about the dental experience from negative or indifferent to positive. Ultimately, our goal is to turn people who are health indifferent into health conscious individuals. So there's a number of factors that have contributed to the increase in people's awareness of their health and well-being. For decades, our society pushed poor meal substitutes indiscriminately, and decades later, we came to realize the negative impact that this is having in our new generations. Susceptibility to metabolic diseases, food intolerances, and allergies. We have learned that when we take shortcuts with our health, the cost is exponentially higher later in life. And we can see a clear example in the increase in medical costs due to chronic inflammatory conditions, in the recent years. The motivation to becoming more health conscious is different for everybody. For example, if someone who's always had poor habits all of a sudden becomes a parent, then there's a huge drive to become healthier, either to be there for the child or just to set an example of model behavior. I know in my particular case, I realized in my mid-20s that fitness was pretty much a lifetime commitment. However, being a single, busy professional, I was eating a lot of junk food. Once I got married and had children, I realized the importance of longevity and instilling healthy eating habits on our little ones. So what's your incentive to becoming health conscious? I had a patient who smoked for decades. Her doctor had been telling her for years to quit. Her husband begged her to give it up, but she was strong-willed and kept doing it. A couple of years ago, she ended up having a massive heart attack, which you would think would be a reason enough to quit. However, it wasn't in her plans to stop smoking. She thought, I'll just recover and everything will go back to normal. So her doctor told her, well, then I guess this is goodbye. And she didn't quite get it. What do you mean? Recovery isn't complete yet. So the cardiologist went on to explain that in his experience, people that have an attack like the one she had never live to see the second one. So it was either she stopped smoking or this was very likely the last time they would see each other. So needless to say, she quit after that. And in this case, it took a very grim ultimatum to finally persuade her to stop smoking. So let's explore what does it take to have a more caring attitude towards your health? One key factor is to be aware of your degree of concern. I'll give an example of a dental health concern survey. So for this survey, you can give a score of zero to three to the next statements. Zero means you don't care at all about the statement. One means you're indifferent to it. Two means you're somewhat interested or you think it's somewhat important. And three, you think it's very important. And the statements are one, 
the condition of your health and gums is of great concern to you. Two, you periodically check all areas of your mouth in the mirror. Three, you call your dentist every time you notice something unusual. Four, you show concern for the health of other people around you. Five, you stay consistent with your periodic checkups and cleanings. So if your score for this survey was zero to three, that means you're completely careless about your dental health. If you score between four to eight, then I think you are a dental health neutral person. You think it's not a big deal. If you score nine to 11, you have certain awareness, a decent level of awareness. I think it's adequate. And if you score between 12 to 15, then I consider you a dental health advocate because you even care about the dental health of other people. So what to do if you find yourself in the range of careless or neutral, realize that whether it is important to you or not, it has been well established that the health of your mouth is linked to your general well-being. The condition of your mouth has an impact on your health, on your emotional state, and it plays a major role in your social interactions. There's likely some past event that triggered the conscious or unconscious decision to not care much about the state of your mouth. Much like any other bad habits, there are simple steps you can take to become more health conscious. The fact that you've listened this far actually puts you ahead of other people who are completely apathetic towards their dental health. You have to question your beliefs about dental health. Changing behavior is not easy, especially when it's rooted in deep-seated beliefs. Sometimes it is useful to question those beliefs to discover for yourself if they still hold true. For instance, someone might believe that it is not worth brushing their teeth because everyone in their family lost their teeth and needed dentures in their 40s, so why bother? But when they really think about it, their circumstances are different to those of their relatives in earlier generations when dental services were limited and the understanding of the role that teeth play in a person's health wasn't too developed. So knowledge is key. It is hard to care for something you don't quite understand. The good news is that there's tons of information out there. Whether you look online or just have a couple of questions ready for your dentist on your next visit, the more information you gather, the more likely you are to get the inspiration you need to start a new positive habit. So get inspired. If becoming healthy is not a good enough reason, you can get inspiration from people around you that you care deeply for. Do it so your loved ones never have to deal with the painful consequences of tooth decay or gum disease. Do it so you can smile confidently in work gatherings. Do it so you don't have any reservations about your breath anytime you talk to someone, or to be the envy of the school reunion. Leverage on whatever makes you tick as long as you take action, but take action. Sometimes action comes before inspiration. Countless patients have undergone treatment and they have become inspired by the result and the way others and they perceive themselves after treatment has been completed. In some cases, you may even need to use some kind of external motivation, that is, finding someone who can make you accountable. When I decided that I needed to start exercising regularly, I realized the only time I could do it was really early in the morning. Like most people, I set the alarm only to push the snooze button and continue sleeping. I finally had to set two alarms, one next to my bed and the other one five minutes later across the room. 
That way, if I didn't wake up after the first alarm went off, the second alarm would go off a few minutes later and it was loud enough to wake me and my wife. Now, my wife likes to sleep and she hates being awakened by loud noises. So in my mind, that could end up in a bad situation for me later. And that was a big enough motivation to get up and turn off the second alarm. Once I'm up, I just get ready for the gym. Eventually, I was able to stop using the second alarm, but even now, when I find myself getting lazy, I use that external motivation strategy to get me going. Make a plan. People already know flossing is important, and they have all the good intentions to do it. But somewhere between the dental office and their bathroom sink, there's a disconnect. We've established the how and the why, but no implementation strategy has been set. Experts agree that people are much more likely to follow through with their goals if they have a purpose and a plan. I suggest create ridiculously achievable targets. For example, you can start flossing once a week. I know this is not ideal, but for someone who never does it, it's better than not doing it at all. You make it a permanent routine and then start adding one more day every month until you can gradually do it on a daily basis. Keep track of your progress. Break it down in easy steps and keep track of your progress on a calendar or a spreadsheet. You don't have to get fancy. All you need is to put an X on a calendar. Remember, the easier it is to accomplish, the more likely you are to actually do it. You can also establish a system of incentives and penalties. I say don't do it just for the incentives. Feeling better about yourself and getting positive feedback from your peers should be rewarding enough but go ahead and treat yourself and celebrate when you achieve a milestone. Think a massage maybe. And also it's not a bad idea to penalize yourself in case you don't follow through. No massage, just clean up your socks drawer. Help someone. Overcoming procrastination of dental treatment due to fear or plain indifference is a lot like overcoming a substance abuse addiction. You have to come to terms with the fact that at some point, someone is going to have to do something about it and that someone is none other than yourself. You have to get your loved ones to understand what you're going through and get them involved in the process. And if you get to succeed beating your fear or procrastination, there's nothing that will keep you from avoiding the dentist more than encouraging someone who is going through the same ordeal that you went through. So if there are people in your life that for one reason or another have kept postponing their much needed dental care, ask their permission to share their contact information with us. A quick phone conversation may lead to a mindset breakthrough for them, and I'll make sure that they'll forever be thankful to you for putting them in the right path to recover their well-being. That's it for this episode. I hope that you found this information valuable, and if you did, please do me a big favor. Share it with someone you care about. Post it on your Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, WhatsApp, or any other social media outlets. You never know who's out there who needs this kind of information to put a positive spin in their life. If you need to reach us, you can do so by calling 626-810-5000 in West Covina and 714-529-2626 in the city of Brea. You can also email us to dentalmedialibrary at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and until next time.